You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. The disciple Peter is one of our favorite characters. He's the disciple that speaks before he thinks. He's the one that Jesus often had to humble and, you know, correct. And this is probably the best-known story, Peter, isn't it, where he denies Christ. Let's be fair, he's very quick to defend Jesus when, when Jesus is arrested. You know, he pops off the, uh, the ear of the, the high priest's servant. As you do, yeah. yeah. That's right. But then Jesus is arrested. Peter and another disciple kind of follow on behind. And three times while he's there, three times, people ask him, are you one of his disciples? And three times Peter says no. And of course, what we do know next is that the rooster crowed. And Peter went outside and wept bitterly. And here again, we have a difference in perspective. For Jesus, as horrible, as unpleasant as it was, he was doing exactly what was needed to be done for the hope and the future of mankind. Only he knew that the hope of mankind hinged on his death. For the religious leaders, this was a a glorious day. They were now finally getting rid of public enemy number one. But for the disciples, particularly for Peter, this was the most distressing period of their lives. And for Peter, perhaps it was worst of all. Jesus had been arrested. There was a likelihood he was going to be executed. And Peter had failed Jesus on a mighty level. And his guilt would never be reconciled because Jesus would be gone. That was Peter's perspective. And then the events of Good Friday took place. There was no sign of Peter at the cross. How distressed he must have been not to be there. Because all the evidence would suggest that that Peter believed Jesus was dead. He just assumed this was done. So he was beleaguered with no sense of hope until Easter Sunday. Could it be true? Could Mary be correct? Has has the body been removed from the tomb? If so, what does that mean? I'm very sure that that Peter had this glimmer of hope that he might see his Savior again, but, but was it too much to hope for? And so it is in John chapter 21, we bring this story of Peter, who's again going fishing. Jesus has died, stories of the resurrection, and Peter is out fishing again. And suddenly, and again, we know the story, from the shore comes a voice. Cast your nets on the other side. And of course, they cast their nets on the other side, and they had that magnificent catch, to which John responds, it's the Lord. And Peter, realizing that's the case, he jumps into the water. He wants to get to Jesus as quickly as he possibly can, and he knew that was the quickest way, and he got to the Lord because he needed to be forgiven how that guilt must have eaten him, how that must have destroyed him, how lost he must have been. And now he has the opportunity for forgiveness. Jesus not only forgave Peter, but installed him as a leader of the believers. And then Jesus repeated something that he'd said when he first met Peter. Follow me. But this time it wasn't follow me as I minister in Israel, follow me in this earthly walk with me. This time it was follow me in my teachings, follow my Holy Spirit, follow me to the cross, follow me to paradise, follow things from my perspective. That's what Jesus was saying. And from that point forward, Peter's perspective was Christ's perspective. That's very good it was because the future of Christianity was squarely on his shoulders and 119 other people. 
But the beautiful thing is that ultimately Peter's story is one of faith, trust, and obedience. And how important it is that our story is one of faith, trust, and obedience. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.